0: Glass here, people. Oh, Mr. Smithers, come in, come in, come in. Can I get you a Tom Collins? Hello, Tom Collins. Oh. Could it be Simpsons time this early in the show? I wanna get Simpsons time going uh, so that it doesn't happen at the end when I'm all out of breath and stuff. (sighs) Smithers came out. Uh, There was an episode called The Burns Cage, season 27, 2015 to 2016, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And It is not one that I know very well, of course, yet, because it is so new, Uh, and I only watched it once last night. I'm not among the people, surprise, surprise, I'm a big Simpsons apologist, and I pretty much love every aspect of it, even the shows that are uh, criticized by other people, for the most part. Um, I'm not in the camp. Get it, the camp? that uh, has decided this episode is wrong to uh, take Smithers out of the closet. Um, A lot of people in the fandom are saying that the Smithers subtle double entendre jokes are so much funnier than Smithers being out ever could be. And while I think that's true, I think there is still room for them in this world of uh, people and fictional characters uh, being much, much more out and more queer than they used to be. You know, this is the age of the Modern Family, the sitcom is like almost 10 years old now. A sitcom that features a gay couple with the child as like one of the main characters and it's on uh, a network that's owned by Disney, for God's sake. Um, The plot of this is that Smithers professes his love for Burns finally in a way that Burns notices, like he has tried before but now he is finally doing it in a way uh, that Burns will respond to. And he doesn't say, I prefer men, he says, I am in love with you. Burns rejects him very cruelly. This is after they're going skydiving together and Smithers heroically saves his life in like the most over the top flamboyant way possible. I'm talking about flamboyant not just in a gay sense but in a theatrical, beautiful, uh, romantic sense because when he rips his parachute, it's rainbow colored with a portrait of Mr. Burns on top of the rainbow. So he's rejected and many people in Springfield, including Homer, get together to try to find him a boyfriend and he does get one, the character Julio who, speaking of the Burns Cage, is basically the same voice that Hank Azaria did in The Bird Cage, the movie, Um, becomes Smithers' significant other for a little while, after Homer throws a mixer for Smithers to meet men. And when they do get together Homer has maybe the funniest line in the show when he says something like, if only there were a gay-friendly song out there that was about celebrating. (laughs) So then celebration plays and there's a montage uh, of Julio and Smithers like drinking champagne together and going out and holding hands and hanging out. Um, And you see, (laughs) Uh, during that montage, you see them getting, uh, like, standing in line, you think, for a marriage license, and the people in, ahead of them in line are Mr. Largo and uh, the Scott Thompson character from Three Gays of the Condo. So I guess they're getting married, um, but it's a fake-out because they are handed a fishing license instead, and so they go fishing. It's like a sort of sweet date that they go on. And Julio goes so far to ta- as to take Smithers to Cuba, his fatherland where they're you know supposedly enjoying this wonderful loving bonding session but instead smithers reveals that he is still thinking of burns because julio has like a celebratory mardi gras type mask on that looks like a you know bird with long nose and it makes him look like burns so Julio's feelings are hurt, and they break up. Uh, meanwhile, there's a subplot about Lisa being in the class play that is a version of Casablanca. And she plays Ilsa, and there's a strange, new, intriguing kid that comes on to play Rick who's like has a Bogart voice. I won't even talk about it. It's good, you know, it's a good subplot, but it is definitely shades of uh, the play with Ralph, where Ralph is in love with her and she doesn't like him because Millhouse is the, you know, whatever. Um, Smithers eventually goes back to Burns, and Burns, uh, meanwhile, has figured out that he needs Smithers because his replacement, Lindsey Nagel, is way too whistleblowing and won't uh, be the doormat that Smithers was. And so he asks him out to a meal in Luigi's, the same restaurant where he and Julio had had a romantic dinner. And he gives Smithers what is enough for him, which is his performance review for his job. Uh, and he says that his performance has been excellent. And it turns out that's all that Smithers wanted to hear, or at least, you know, for now. That's what he wanted to hear. The writer on this episode, Rob Lezebnik, uh has a son that came out to him, and the episode was inspired by that, according to Wikipedia. I liked the episode. Um, Although I was a little bit let down in the beginning when there is a song. Smithers is walking very sadly through the power plant with meltdowns happening all around him and he sings this very emotional song. And I was like, holy shit, they are going to really pull out the stops here and make this a musical. And that is great and that is, you know, the high level of you know comedic density that I always expect from The Simpsons, but then they didn't, it was just that one song. Oh well. It was a very sweet episode anyway, and I'm glad I saw it. And you know, as usual, we're left with a sense of pity and uh, empathy for poor Smithers who will just forever be trapped in this uh, metaphorical burns cage. And uh, so for this affliction that he suffers, I am going to dedicate this song to Waylon Smithers. This has been Simpsons time. Like a bird on a wire, like a drunken aim midnight I choir. I have tried in my way to be free. So beautiful. Seek out that recording of K D Lang doing Bird on a Wire. Such an awesome version. Thanks for listening to Simpsons Time through the Debigulator, the Simpsons Time podcast from WFMU. My name is Amanda Nazario, and uh, just a couple things that I neglected to mention in the original lecture. The Burns Cage features a guest shot by George Takei as himself. George Takei, of course, has been a Simpsons voice off and on mostly off uh from the very beginning and he's a recurring character uh but this is you know him being George Takei so that's notable interesting um and also this is a treat for fans um there is another person in Springfield we find out in the Burns cage that looks exactly like Homer um not Guy Incognito but um during the time when Homer is kind of trolling around to find Smithers a boyfriend, he's, uh, on Grindr or, you know, some app that allows him to meet men and, <laughs> and I guess he swipes a guy that he finds attractive and the guy that comes right into Moe's looks exactly like him, you know? So it's like a gay version of Homer and he has a scarf and, um... Uh Yeah, uh, Homer tasks him with a job to impersonate him, like go to visit Grandpa and impersonate him.. Thank you as always for your attention. As always, you can drop me a comment, drop me an email. And uh, this time, you can look forward to the 2018 WFMU Marathon. I will be doing a marathon premium for all the Simpsons Time fans. Talk to you next week. Bye.